Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Had a long conversation with a good friend of mine. Her name is Corey. She lives in St. Louis, and she called me because she was distressed over the Arizona elections. A lot of people are, by the way. And her comment was, Kevin, there is no way Katie Hobbs beat Carrie Lake. I said, I agree. None of the polls said it. Uh... Most of the the people that were running, Blake Masters was catching up, and you could go either way on that one, but Carrie Lake, shoe in. And suddenly we get Katie Hobbs, a woman who's afraid to debate and talks like a three-year-old <laughs> People were contacting me about Carrie Lake from all over the country, how poised she was under fire, the media, how she handled the media. The questions that she answered would appeal to moderates. And again, polling showed she would easily win. Now, there are people, oh, well, Kevin, if she hadn't spent so much time on election integrity, I don't agree. I don't agree. I think that I think she was uh, it was not going to be an issue for her to win. And I think that there was a cheat. But anyway, they want to tie it to. Her thing with Trump, election integrity and all that, and that's fine. I'm not going to argue with them. Kevin Jackson's who you're listening to, by the way, the Kevin Jackson Network, 844-551-8255. So it got me thinking about, you know, because people are still smarting over this. And and we were discussing is, are people demoralized or are they more energized? Now, you can't be energized after watching what happened. And I cut a video that said all of the GOP leadership, anybody that considers themselves GOP leadership should be fired. Everybody that ran the GOP in a state where they didn't get a massive wave should be fired. Keep the one in Florida. Maybe Texas. I don't know where else, but everybody else should be fired. Kelly Ward is a nice lady here in Arizona. She's a nice lady, but you can't not win this election. I mean, as a conservative, as a Republican, are you kidding me? It should have been a sweep. I don't know what needed to happen. I don't run it. But here's what I do know. If I ran it, it would have been a totally different outcome. I would have first made sure we had election integrity ready to go. If I need it poll workers, moles, Project Veritas, I would have had them in there. That's number one. 
And I would have been working over the last two years from 2020 to 2022 to ensure that there would be no shenanigans in counting the vote. Three, I would have looked at every race and said, "Okay, where are we going to put the resources, put the feet on the ground, et cetera? You you can't talk your way to victory when you're going against the left. These people are spending your money to defeat you. You got to do a lot. So that it, it got all this got me thinking of what do we need to do? Mitch McConnell. Let me tell you, Mitch McConnell should be run out. He he should everybody should be able to kick him in his little skinny white butt as he's exiting the Senate chambers. He should be kicked out of the Senate. Unbelievable. And McCarthy, he gets the House. Are you kidding me? There should be no way anybody in leadership gets anything in the Republican Party. These people are feckless. They are worthless. They don't know how to sell Republicanism at all. They don't know how to sell conservative. What's wrong with Republican? It's got Republic in it. What are we for? We're for the Republic. It's got I can at the end. That word says it all. Republic, I can. We've got everything on our side. All the policies that make sense are on our side. All the things that are nonsense are on the other side. We have proof is in the pudding. We've got Donald Trump, who, by the way, Mitch McConnell hates. McCarthy just pretends to like him. Inside our party fighting against him. You've seen it. I don't need to rehash it. This is insanity. These guys want to keep their jobs. I mean, look, anyway, a story hit me that got me thinking about all of this. And it was a man, this is in Houston, Texas. He jumps up on an 18-wheeler and somebody's filming him and he's dancing on this 18-wheeler. That is until the truck goes under an overpass and knocks him off the truck. And the guy eventually dies in the hospital. And it got me thinking. This is a perfect metaphor for the Democrats. Premature celebration. This guy, woohoo, he's jubilant. He's got somebody filming him as he's celebrating this whole thing. And then he gets smacked in the back of the head. Knocked off the truck. Sent to the hospital where he dies of COVID. (laughs) I think you get the point. I don't think the Democrats are going to have a lot to celebrate. Trump made his announcement. He's going to run again, probably much to the chagrin of a few people that don't like him. And I, I keep coming back to, there's a faction that doesn't like Trump, but they'll vote for him. Now there are people who argue, well, there, there's a bunch of people who refuse to vote for Trump. Well, I would contend there are a bunch of people who didn't vote for Biden, but he got the votes, you know, because they're bots. They're made up. And there's now another rumor. I don't know if you've heard this, that Michelle Obama may run this time. You want to know why you're hearing these ridiculous names of people who may potentially run? Because the Democrats are going, we can put anybody we want. We could run Mickey Mouse. And Mickey Mouse will win. 
Yeah, but then you're going to go dance on that truck. And you're going to get smacked off. Why are you going to get smacked off? Because now you got to go live these policies. You can dance on the truck. But eventually it's going to go under an overpass and you're going to get smacked off and we're going to have it on camera. I keep coming back to go ahead, celebrate. I think Trump made a comment. If you think these two years were bad under Biden, wait until you get the next ones. See, what the Democrats have to be hoping for now, after everything they've done, is they have to be hoping that they can recover. I'd like to know how they're going to make that happen. I don't see it. So they got their big cheat, but I'm going to tell you something. It's not going to go their way. This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Kevin Jackson Radio Show. And it didn't cost us a dime. Two more years of Joe Biden, two more years of leftist nonsense, two more years of cover-up, two more years of deception. Will it work? I don't know. I don't think so. It's not working on us, is it? Kevin Jackson, you're listening to the Kevin Jackson Network, 844-551-8255. So according to the midterms, the outcome, well, nobody cares about inflation. Nobody cares that they have to work two, three jobs to make ends meet. Nobody cares about the price of fuel, gasoline, uh, any of that stuff. Nobody cares about the price of going out for regular entertainment. Nobody cares about anything that's really impacting them on a day-to-day, moment-by-moment basis. Nobody cares about that, but they do care about abortions and they do care about climate change. That's the big deal. Joe Biden is not going to shift gears at all because Democrats who claim to be the party for the poor are doing nothing except making the rich get richer. Well, they do have good news. Jeff Bezos says he's going to give away his fortune before he dies. Well, good for him. I'm glad somebody's going to do it. There have been people that have lived in the lap of luxury for so long. They're dis- they are so uh, distant from what the real world suffers from. And, you know, these are the guys pulling the strings. These are the Bill Gates of the world who are saying, get that vaccine. Really? You want to get that vaccine? I'll talk about that on another show. But the idea that somebody who his his life is so nonconventional. It almost would make you jealous if you thought about what you could be doing if you had that kind of power and wealth for decades. The one thing you can say about Jeff Bezos is when he built Amazon, it was in serious debt. And maybe the last two decades, he's he's feasted. Elon Musk, maybe one decade. 
I mean, I don't know how these guys grew up. Bill Gates, from the time this guy was in his 20s until now, we're talking four decades. This guy has had billions of dollars. Zuckerberg is in his first decade. Let's hope it only lasts one for him. And then he gets to feel the pain of loss, of losing all that money. Likelihood of it happening is pretty slim because he has enough Right now, if he starts taking it out, and he is taking it out, he has enough to retool himself. Unlike this guy, SBF, smoke and mirrors, the guy who epitomizes leftism at its finest, build nothing, pretend, have your fake credentials and snow people into believing that you're really something big and then give away lots of money and hope they run play, you know, will run cover for you. That's what SBF did and GBF. Meanwhile, you go out every day, you get up, you do it by the book, you play by the rules. And you know what happens? They hire 87,000 IRS agents to come at you. They they sent two of them to my house to knock on doors. I don't know if it was one of the new ones, but he was a trainee. One was a trainee and the other one was a smug guy that was watching him as he did his job. Well, you heard me talk about it in the previous segment, premature celebration. Tell me where things are going to get better. I've already told you, rents went up, gasoline went up, food prices went up, other fuel prices went up. I'm not talking about gasoline. I'm talking about heating and cooling your home, which we're coming into the heating, the need for heating right now. The price of entertainment, services, anything, all up, 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 and not a little bit, significantly so. And on top of this, your jobs aren't keeping up. The inflation rate isn't keeping up, not for Social Security recipients, not for anybody on a fixed income, not your bank account, nothing. Yeah, interest rates went up on houses, which has caused what? One point something trillion dollars is uh, out of the housing market overnight. You could have borrowed against that equity, made home improvements, done, gone on that vacation, do whatever you need to do. Nope. Certainly not at 2%. You want to borrow money now on a house, you're paying 7 7.5% interest. Thank you, Joe Biden. Let's go, Brandon. Story reads, households increased debt during the third quarter. At what speed, Kevin? Huh? At the fastest pace in 15 years, Household, households increased their debt the third quarter at the fastest pace in 15 years. I want to repeat that. You want to know why? Well, for the curious, due to hefty increases in credit card usage and mortgage balances. You know what happened with a lot of people who bought in the last year? You wanna know what happened to those folks? They are what is known in the industry as upside down. They they write this total debt jumped by three hundred and fifty one billion dollars from July to September, that third quarter period. The largest nominal quarterly increase since two thousand and seven. You know what made it happen in 2007, if you don't remember? It was the fallout from 
the attack on, on America, and Wall Street was just beginning to rebound. Get this. The collective household IOU in the United States hit a fresh record of $16.5 trillion. That's how much debt is being carried on the backs of American citizens under, of their own creation. Now, add to that the national debt. Here's what they, they just to put in as statistical numbers. They, they say it's an increase of 2.2% from the previous quarter and 8.3% a year ago. So putting this in perspective, it means people are relying more and more on their credit cards and they're charging them up, charging, <coughs> excuse me, charging them up, not able to pay them off, paying outrageous, exorbitant interest rates. And you know what's going to happen? They're going to declare bankruptcy. That's what's going to happen. They said the increase follows a $310 billion jump in the second quarter and represents a $1.27 trillion annual increase. So we're going $300 billion per quarter into more debt under Biden. They said debt has surged over the past year due to inflation running near its highest pace in more than 40 years and amid rising interest rates and stronger consumer demand. Stronger consumer demand for what? They're going to blame this on supply chain issues? Oh, the prices of stuff is higher because we don't have enough of it. There, there's no lines in the, for toilet paper anymore and vodka. <laughs> Maybe still in Russia, but not here. They're going up because Joe Biden has the most insane fiscal policy ever. Kevin Jackson Radio Show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It has to end here. Uh, actually, it's just gotten started. This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. It's a big controversy or something brewing over... Kanye's comments about Jewish people as a person who has a very strong kinship to Jewish people I uh, I kind of looked over the comments and I said to myself I, I, I didn't read everything so I want to be very clear that I'm not accepting or rejecting Kanye's comments on Jews but here's what I will say everybody's fair game when it comes to talking about race Everybody's fair game. Why, why do we have an issue talking about stuff like this? If somebody says Jewish people are very stingy because they're known, you know, it's, it's one of the stereotypes, right? 
or black people are bad tippers. I don't go, oh my, you're such a racist. How dare you say that about black people? Black people are bad tippers. And there are a lot of Jewish people who are very frugal. I know a lot of other races that are very frugal. Some by necessity, some just because. It is what it is. It's something you notice. And I I know Chappelle did something about it on SNL. And then there was more to the controversy. It's comedy. Somebody made a comment. I was listening to a radio thing. I'd listen to Sirius. And the guy said, he goes, if somebody comes up with a show where you can just discuss issues like this, race versus culture, black people, Kevin, you got a man down with the race. No, I'm not down with the black race. I'm down with black culture that I agree with, which, by the way, I'm down with culture I agree with. I don't give a crap about your race. If you are a thug and you have no concern about life and you just think that you should be able to gangster your way through life, I don't want nothing to do with you. I don't care what color you are. I don't care if you're a family member. I have family members I won't talk to or associate with. Does that make it clear? I have white friends that I am closer. I wouldn't say this. I'm going to restate this. I have white friends that I am as close to as family members. I have black friends who are not kin to me that I am as close to as family members. Yeah. Have no problem admitting. By the way, most of you do too. Some of you have best friends that you hold in higher esteem than your brother or your sister. We talk about this stuff. It's all supposed to be taboo. Are you kidding me? One of the things I got fired over, and I predicted it years before, a couple years before, I said, if I do get fired, it'll be because somebody will, it'll be something to do with feminism. It'll be something I say about women. Because, you know, the thing is, is that if you're a man and you're toxically masculine, well, you're not supposed to talk about women. And I say, that's complete BS. Women talk about men. Oh, but that's okay, Kevin, because why, 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 why? Oh, because they're lower. Yeah, see, there's the trap. See, I don't consider women lower than men. I consider us on par. We're equals. And I'm going to talk about women. I'm going to talk about blacks. I'm going to talk about Jews. I'm going to talk about Latinos. I'm going to talk about Guatemalan midgets. Nobody is above having a conversation about. And you know what else? Nobody is above poking fun at. Fun is how we learn about one another. Going back to feminism. So I got fired over a tweet about some women who were used in order to destroy a man's career, the Kavanaugh accusers. I stand by it. And I stand by it for the very reason of it is about truth. Just like I stand by this. Most women, if you ask them and they tell you the truth, they will tell you they don't like working for or with other women. They'll tell you that. 
If you're a man, you will admit, generally speaking, it is difficult to work around a lot of women because you, you're always on notice, like, oh, that you could say the wrong thing or whatever. You can't just be yourself. Around the guys, anything goes. Go get it done. You know, yeah, a guy might get his feelings hurt for a second, but he's still, hey, Ted, we still on for, you know, going out for drinks afternoon after work. Yeah, man, it's cool. There's a difference. I'm not saying it's universal, but I'm saying it's something that we've noticed. Now, that's all changing because the gender roles are changing and there are women who want to be done with the guys or they act like they do. I say all that to bring up this story about the CEO of Kohl's. This happened last week. Michelle Gass is leaving Kohl's for a new opportunity. After, and I'm reading this, after the retailer came under pressure to shake up its leadership. In a separate release, Levi Strauss and company said Gas will join the company in early January as president and step into the role of CEO within the next 18 months, succeeding Chip Berg. So this woman who was at Kohl's, the CEO of Kohl's, has been asked to leave because Kohl's wants a leadership shakeup. And Levi Strauss says, hey, come over here and join us as the president. We'll make you CEO within 18 months. Now, that's what's happening. And when I'm done, you're going to ask yourself, really? That's what they're doing? Kohl's, by the way, their shares went up 8% the following day that the announcement was made. And Levi Strauss went down about 2% after the announcement was made. So let's just recap. Woman is leaving Kohl's and Kohl's gets a jump, a bump. Woman joins Levi Strauss essentially in the same role and Levi Strauss goes down. You following? Coal and gas have faced scrutiny and skepticism from investors. As the retailer invested in refreshing its brand and reported lackluster sales results. Activist investor Ancora Holdings has pushed Coles to remove gas from the position. Another activist investor, Michellum Advisors, also urged a change in leadership, including an ouster of the company's chairman. So, to recap, Two of the what they call activist investors. These are people that say, hey, I'm watching you. Yeah, you better be performing and they are all over it. Right. Two of them said we need a change in leadership. Meaning the CEO. They said the calls for the shakeup intensified after Coles ended talks this summer to sell to the franchise group owner of the vitamin shop. Sending its stock plummeting. So Coles was supposed to have a deal. You're probably going, Kevin, why are you bringing this up? I'm bringing it up because I'm talking about feminism. I'm talking about wokeism. I'm talking about capitalism. I'm talking about the Peter Principle. Where people don't know, they're not good at their jobs. They get their big degrees from Harvard or Yale or Stanford or what have you. And we go, oh my gosh, well he went to Harvard. 
I don't know where she went. Maybe we can look it up during the break. But here's what I can tell you. She sucks at her job. You or I could do a better job of running Kohl's than this woman who now gets released from Kohl's and goes over to be the new president and soon CEO of an even bigger company, Levi Strauss and Company. I went to school with one of the uh, family members of Levi Strauss. His name was Vaughn. It was funny. He had so much respect for me. He was in the eighth grade. I think I was there. I was in the ninth grade. And Vaughn would see me because I had a carriage about me. Everybody used to say it. And he, he was so, you know, like, oh, he'd see me almost like, like, wow, there's that cool guy. You know, he's really cool because I was a, you know, student athlete. And um, so when I got to the 10th grade, I was a, a, a sergeant, high state rank I could be. And then Vaughn was in the ninth grade. And uh, long story short, I found out he was actually older than I was by like a couple of months. I don't know how I figured it out. But I remember when we we came to that realization, you know what he did? He lost all like luster for me. I'll never forget that moment where he was like, what, I'm older than you? And having this much respect for you, you know, when you're kids, if somebody's, if you're in the 10th grade and that guy's in the 12th grade, well, he's a 12th grader, you know. Well, I was in a higher grade, but he was older than I was in a lower grade. Not because I'd been promoted or, you know, bumped up, just because. But he had so much respect, and he found out that he was a couple months older than I was, and that changed everything. I always wanted to look him up and just ask him, what was the big deal there? Respect should be respect, right? It is as you get older, that's for sure. We come back, I'm going to talk more about this Michelle Gas leaving, because it's actually an interesting story. This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. Con Kevino Jacksones. Let me say this. There are some outstanding women CEOs, business owners. There are. And I have no problem at all at working for a female CEO, admitting that some of them are wonderful. But I will say this. Men have an advantage, and it's called time spent. We've had an advantage uh, evolution from an evolution point of view because we've been the CEOs. And there's a, a confidence, if you want to say, that comes with it. And when a man becomes a CEO, he doesn't necessarily feel like there's something to prove across the board. Now, that can be good or bad. By the way, welcome, folks. Kevin Jackson to you listening to the Kevin Jackson Network. See, it's like Jackie Robinson entering baseball. You, there's something to prove to be the first black dude to play in the major leagues. You have to be better. 
So there's something that will drive you to do something because it's bigger than you. And but there's also that that can backfire. They had to pick the right person. Now, I want you to imagine Jackie going to the big leagues and just saying, look, I'm just going to play the best I can play. I don't need to carry the weight of black people on my shoulders. Would he be the same guy? Don't know. I think he would. But I will say this, something that drives you that's bigger, it can be better. And a lot of times that's what women will take. They'll say, you know what? I'm going to be the first woman this. I got to be great at it. And there are some of them that are absolutely rock solid. They knock it out of the park. But men have an ease in which they do it because they've been doing it for so long. And there's something to be said for something that you're groomed to do, that you know how to do. It almost becomes part of your DNA. Not to say that it can't happen for women. Not saying that at all. We should be having these kinds of discussions, by the way. We should be talking about male versus female CEOs. Remember Carly Fiorina? Everybody's she, she presidential candidate, Carly Fiorina. And, you know, when she when HP bought Compaq and Carly was running it into the ground. Now, a lot of reasons why things don't work out. No question about it. I wouldn't blame all the problems with that HP was having on Carly Fiorina. But she was at the helm. And there were lots of ways to, to make that company better. And HP's doing okay. You know, Compact's gone, but they still got the crew. I worked with a lot of those engineers. They're brilliant engineers. In fact, we have two HP computers in my house. And there's others. They, they've done well. But I suspect to you they could have done better. See, a lot of these these moves that happened with corporate America back in the day were, were to prove a point. And I'm all for it. If you've groomed somebody up through the ranks and you want to turn the reins over to them, fine. But I'll give you an example. Fox News. Roger Ailes' administrative assistant now runs Fox. Does she run it great? Mm, it's arguable. But there's a way to do it where you can introduce anybody. You want more blacks in business? I'll tell you, there's a way to do it. There's a way to do it where it isn't a gun to your head like, you know, Kevin, you're going to be the first black CEO of this or that. One of my friends, he's a CEO of a Fortune 50 company. He's a black dude. I'm not going to say his name, but he's good. He's there because he's really good. It's not affirmative action. It's a company I guarantee you, you've been in their stores. I've said too much. Anyway, I want to get back to this Kohl's story. Michelle Gass, CEO of Kohl's, leaving because two of what they call activist investors, meaning these are people that have a lot of money invested and they go to board meetings and they say, we don't like the direction of the company. See, we were activist investors in America. We wanted we went to the board meeting and we said to Biden and all these other people, we don't like it. They ignored us. But see, in corporate America, they don't ignore you. So they let her go. And right away, she got picked up by Levi Strauss. I want to give you some numbers, though, because I really want you to understand how bad cold things have been going at Kohl's. So. Tom Kingsbury, a Kohl's director, is going to serve as the interim CEO while it searches for a permanent leader. The leadership change is going to take effect in a, in a couple of weeks. 
But here are the results. In preliminary third quarter results announced last Tuesday, Cole said it anticipates comparable sales to be down 6.9% and the three-month period ended October 29th with net sales, <coughs> pardon me, down from seven point, down 7.2% from a year ago. The quarterly results will be soon, and you can go look, look it up and see how you think things are going. But I'm going to tell you, I don't think it's going very well. They said Cole's board, but <laughs> Cole's board rebuffed criticism from activist investors and pressed ahead with plans to redesign stores, add new brands, offer more e-commerce options for customers. In 2020, they struck a deal with Sephora to open hundreds of beauty shops in its stores and now plans to add them to all their stores. Good move or bad move, don't know. Early this month, Kohl's opened a new store format in Tacoma, Washington. Smaller footprint, more mannequins, merchandise assortment geared toward local preferences. And ahead of the holidays, it added self-pickup at all stores, area where customers can retrieve online purchases. I think that's good. It's going colloquial, uh, has its challenges. Why? Because it, while it satisfies a local need, you don't get to buy in mass like you would. And so you don't get the economies of scale. But here's where we get to the numbers. Kohl's is disappointed with its sales and guidance, especially as middle income consumers feel squeezed by inflation. In August, cut its forecast for the year, saying shoppers are making fewer store visits, buying fewer items and less expensive brands when they do. Kohl's said it expects net fiscal sales in fiscal 22 to be down 5 to 6%. From a year ago, compared to forecast for sales to be flat to up 1%. So they've obviously made an adjustment. They anticipate an earnings per share to be 280 and 330, compared with earlier guidance of 645 per share and 685 per share. Coal stock is down more than 40% so far this year. Market cap, 3.37 billion. Now you're saying, Kevin, why are we listening to Kramer? I'm just giving you the numbers. I want you to see that Kohl's isn't doing very well. It's making moves that seem to be okay. Uh, they're just, they're, they, by the way, from a management consulting perspective, these are very superficial surface moves. Retailers should be looking to scale back. Closed stores, especially at a time when Biden's there. But I want to go back. Biden's in office. He's crushing them. You're going to see one of the worst Christmas seasons coming up in, in, in decades. I'll predict it for you right now. It's already started. And you're going to see the carnage. You're going to watch. There's going to be a lot of sales. Look, I don't know how poorly gas performed. And uh, I'm not picking on her uh, for any particular reason. I just think that we've got to get away from woke. This is enough of a struggle to run a successful business than to just say, I'm going to go hire a woman. Um, I remember I worked at a job when I was in management consulting. And um, they they gave me a female boss and she came to meet with me. I was rocking it, just crushing sales. She came to meet with me and she said to me, Kevin, I was told you you may not like working for a woman. I said, I don't know who told you that. Her name was Michelle. And a British lady. And I said, I don't know who told you that. I have no problem working for a woman. I said, are, do you, are you qualified? She said, I believe so. I said, well, there you go. I go, if you're qualified and you can help me in my territory, great. If you can't, 
then no, I won't like working for you. But that's true of any man, too. And we talked for about 30 minutes, went over my pipeline and stuff. And she worked. uh, I worked for her for about six months. And she flew back in one day and she said to me, (laughs) I'll never forget it. She came in my office. We sat down. She says, Kevin, I'd like to tell you something um, that should stay between us. And I said, no problem at all. She says, I realize you're much more qualified to do this job than I am. And I said, well, I appreciate you saying that. She says, I, I wondered why you you know, didn't care that I, you worked for me. I said, because if I could help you to further your career, it would be great. I, I don't have a problem. I, I don't have a problem being more qualified than the person that I'm working for. She goes, it was very refreshing to have worked with you because she was leaving. She flew in to tell me she was leaving and that it was a joy to work with me and that she learned from me. And I thought, see, this is this is a person that could go a long way. Both of us could because I had no problem with her. I wanted to help her. You know. But here's, I'm just using this as an example, folks. We got to get away. We got to get back to meritocracy in this country. Putting an end to identity politics. And now for something completely different. This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.